0: This is the Player's Lounge presented by Fresh and Lean. With Fresh and Lean, eating is easy. You get delicious meals made from certified organic ingredients cooked fresh by chefs and ready to eat in just three minutes. Use code FRESH20 at freshandlean.com to get $20 off your first delivery plus free shipping. This is an uninterrupted look into the Anaheim Ducks locker room. Hear
1: the stories, chirps, season journey, and more from the current Ducks roster right here on the Players' Lounge. Welcome to another episode of the Players' Lounge. Um, I think it should be called the Strom Lounge at this point. I'm just being used for content around here. Frenchie's done. I'm in. Um, This time I have my brother on here, uh, Dylan. He plays for the Washington Capitals. Um... I guess, to get started, uh, what was life like growing up together in in a hockey
2: family? First of all, thanks for having me on your podcast. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I need some royalties in this podcast. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I mean, our our house was pretty crazy growing up. I think, um, you know, like most families in Canada, we were put on skates right after we put on shoes Um, and it's always cold there. So there's always ice to skate on, outdoor rinks, indoor rinks, Um, always places to go. Our dad uh loves hockey and then played hockey growing up um and so always put us put us in the right positions to succeed and um our house was always crazy and then the the third one came along and a lot more fights around the house but um no we just i think we loved the game from an early age and, and being a younger brother to to you i think we we looked up to you and what you did and we kind of just me and matt followed your following your footsteps and pretty much whatever team you played for we played for right after and pretty much used the same gear i'm pretty sure for a while so I think just from that age, we, we, from, you know, three, four, five and six, I think we just, you know, fell in love with the game watching, you know, you and and watching hockey and the Leafs on TV and, you know, it kind of just grew from there.
1: Yeah. It was hockey all the time. I think it was, um, if it wasn't ice hockey, it was road hockey. It wasn't road hockey. It was mini sticks. It was always, uh, it was always hockey, hockey, hockey. I mean, even for Christmas, it was the Don Cherry movies every year. Um, you know if we got like a hockey stick at christmas that was like a big gift or new equipment uh, that was always great and um you know it transitioned into hockey video games i mean i know you played a lot of nhl probably more than i did but um a lot of video games too so i think you know growing up in uh, southern ontario especially um it's probably like a hockey hotbed and um there's no uh there's no lack of access to hockey rinks and to to grow, to you know be able to play the game so Um, you're kind of surrounded by it but I think at the same time we did a good job of getting away from it too I think in the summertime uh, our parents wanted us to play lacrosse and different sports and um, actually pretty much only lacrosse (laughs) you wanted to play baseball my dad said no but uh, no it was good like we as much as we played hockey all the time I think we did put away the hockey equipment for like two three months a year and uh, we didn't skate all summer I remember like being the rustiest guy at tryouts every year and I think that was also important too because Nowadays, it seems like it's 12 months a year that kids play hockey, and I think that you can get a little burnt out that way.
2: I also think, like, you know, I don't know. Sometimes some of these things, like when I was younger, I I don't really remember them as much as you do because you're a bit older, so you can remember them. Like, I don't even remember asking to play baseball. I knew I liked baseball, but (laughs) there was no way my dad was going to stand for it. The the closest we got to, like, an outdoor sport was, like, one year we played – outdoor lacrosse we played like field lacrosse and that's like the closest we got so yeah um no i feel like But the
1: reason why we weren't allowed to play is because my dad said no way you're sitting in pants in a field when it's 35 <laughs> degrees outside <laughs> meanwhile we're in an indoor lacrosse arena when it's like 100 degrees It's hotter in the lacrosse yeah. arena than it
2: would be outside but
1: you know what i think for like our hockey like lacrosse was the best sport you could play um in terms of like one-on-one and skills and hand-eye coordination and toughness and and uh I remember that I think when I started to quit lacrosse a little bit was because uh, I would lose like 10 pounds every summer because like it's so hot and you're running all the time and you know hockey you can glide around a little bit but lacrosse it's like literally just cardio and um, I remember like we were all really really good uh, like long distance runners and like we we could like I feel like we had really good stamina but you know as you get older I mean um, you're trying to put on weight for hockey not lose it in the summer so that's kind of what it changed a little bit but yeah, no, we grew up kind of just always competing, and I feel like um, you know that was uh, having three boys. It it allows you to be competitive, and I think having a competitive and uh, winning kind of attitude is you know what makes you successful. And as kids, we definitely had that, no
2: matter what it was. I also think with lacrosse too, it it kind of humbled us a little bit. I feel like um, you know growing up in Toronto, we we got you know fortunate enough to all play on the same organization growing up with the Toronto Marlies and you know you're expected to win there every, every game there's there should be no reason why you lose you know the, the people put a lot of money and and time into you know making us better at, at hockey players and and you know you're expected to win you're you know you're the team that everyone's ready to play when when you play them so when it was lacrosse time we were we weren't exactly the best the best team or organization with the the Mississauga Tomahawks growing up we would uh, get beat by the you know the Halton Halton Hills Bulldogs or Oak or Orangeville uh Northman and so I think that it really you know pushed our drive to to win in hockey even that much more just seeing how much losing wasn't very fun in, in lacrosse and you know we didn't we didn't lose every game in lacrosse but definitely we weren't you know we weren't the cream of the crop when it came to that and when it turned around to hockey season I think you know we remember what it liked to what it felt like to lose and I think you know just looking back on it now how, how much that probably really helped us you know throughout the hockey season just you know knowing what it felt like to lose and, and, and how you never wanted to lose so I think that as well with three boys growing up in the household. That's what uh you know really drove us to to be to be the best and to to try to be the best.
1: Yeah, I, for sure. I think um you you said it really well. I never really thought of it that way. But um yeah, especially when you got to play some of those lacrosse guys in hockey, you wanted to kick the out of yeah. them a little bit because you know that they got you in the summertime and then we'd get them in the wintertime. So it's funny, a lot of the uh a lot of the best athletes though, they say that their parents, um, you know, kind of never Um, like the guys that made to the NHL, they always took a break from hockey. It seemed like in the summertime, and um, whether that was on purpose or by accident, it's uh, it's funny how it works out that way. And you know, it's obviously a little bit different now, but even now, it's nice to have a little break from being on the ice for a couple weeks, couple couple months, and just kind of reset. And um, you know, I think it's important not getting burnt out that way. And that's probably something we learned at a young age, and we've been uh, fortunate enough to carry into pro hockey. I guess I agree. I think one of the questions they wanted to know was who was our. Favorite teammate we've had and also favorite teammate we might have had that um we
2: both played with. That yeah, that's a good one. I'm trying to think of the guys that we played with. We said you said Kajula. He's got to be up there. He's 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 close to the yeah, top. Andre
1: Kajula's great.
2: Um Andrew Shaw's another one. I'm trying to think of Calvin guys. Dehan. dehan Um can't really think, think of any no anymore. Islanders.
1: Or Arizona. Yeah, I don't I'd know. know. I'd say Kajula for yeah. me. We're both really close with him. He's yeah. a beauty. Really good
2: guy. Um, I actually had a video on my phone come up the other day on a Snapchat memory when he <laughs> he got like a puck in the eye or high speaker. I had yeah. the, did you send that to me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, and he's got like an eye patch on <laughs> and He's calling himself Steve the Pirate from Dodgeball. He's the best. Um, what about best
1: teammate you think you've ever had? Well, not ever had because there's obviously a lot of good ones, but memorable one.
2: I think um, – you could say Ovi too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Ovi's definitely, a, he's up there. He's hes for sure up there. But I think like now that I'm on his team, I'll say someone from before, I think even though it was a short amount of time, I think uh, Marc-Andre Fleury is probably, you know, one That's of those guys one. that you just, you kind of hear the stories about and how good of a guy he is. And then you get to his team and I was only on his team for, you know, six or seven months and he got traded at the deadline. But um, no, he was, uh, you know, a guy that, you know, just always wants to, always wants to be competitive, always wants to joke around and, and have a lot of fun. And um you no, know, a guy that you really want to go to war for and just you know you can tell there's a reason why he won three cups so i feel like yeah. especially as a goalie too it's not not an easy position to be like fun and joke around with but he was a guy that you know i remember the, the second or third game of the year we were in pittsburgh and we lost the first game and you know we we're supposed to be a pretty good team that year this was last year and he he goes into you know the penguins locker room and, and tapes up all of crosby's stuff <laughs> Like, before the game, all Crosby and Malkin stuff. I don't know if it was Malkin, too, but definitely all Crosby stuff. Like, his clothes, he tied it all into a tape ball with all of his hockey gear and put it all in the tape ball and taped up all his sticks from top to bottom. And then, like, I think that was one of his first games back in Pittsburgh. I think it might have been his second game back playing in Pittsburgh. And then he ends up getting shelled in the first period for five for four goals and gets pulled. And I was just like, oh, for such a good guy to, to have that happen to. It was just, you know, yeah, he was pretty there's always
1: stuff. been good stories about him. Yeah
2: um who do you think yours is I don't know
1: it's tough to say I've had some like real beauties it just depends on which end of the spectrum you're looking at um I would say uh in terms of like a guy that I found hilarious on a day-to-day basis was uh Zach Cassian was pretty funny um Tony D'Angelo was really entertaining (laughs) me and him had some good good laughs he was he was quite a handful and uh and Panarin was pretty good too though I think um just Getting to know someone from like literally the other side of the world that like barely speaks English and becoming close with them, I think it it uh it creates like a special bond. I think that was pretty unique. But I've I've really gotten to play with some really uh, some really good players in my career. I've been really lucky, and a lot of guys I really still keep in touch with, like Casey Sazikis and guys like that. That um you know will be friends forever. So we've both been we've been on a few teams, but um I think the best part about that is you meet so many great great people so
2: i think like also when you're so young when you get drafted to a team when you're you're growing up with guys like like some of my closest buddies for like four or five years were guys that i got drafted with yeah. in, in arizona like clayton keller and mm-hmm. fisher and Dvorak and chikrin and, and these guys that we like you know you kind of for you go in at 18 and you kind of come yeah, out i feel at like it's 20, gonna last
1: forever too. yeah i
2: know i know and then you know the the team doesn't do so well or you get sent to the yeah. minors or something but you have so many good times like we had to live in arizona for the one summer and we golfed like yeah, probably fifty times, in, in in the heat, and we just got so used to it that it was just, you know, we knew what we were playing every day. We knew at the same time, and we just the banter was just great. So I have to feel like guys that are, you know, those type of guys are, are guys that you know you remember and you remember the good memories mm-hmm. and, and the fun times.
1: I remember uh, one time at a development camp. It was the last day at development camp, and we were going to the beach. It was like a beach day and whatever. And uh, so we're all waiting in the lobby of the Long Island Marriott. We're getting on a bus to go to the beach and uh casey comes down with a cooler of like 100 beers in the cooler <laughs> and the, the coaching staff's like just shredded him apart he got in trouble he had to go take the beers back to his room <laughs> he was ready for a big beach day oh that guy's classic um probably weren't even 21 by that n- point i wasn't he was he was he was like an older guy oh, yeah okay. um i guess another question they want to go who's the bigger mama's boy and i have to jump in right away and say that you no doubt because you're my mom's favorite so uh, he got Dill got married this summer too and we were joking at the speech. Me and my brother Matt did the the best man speech and we said uh this is a this is a special day for my mom because she could finally announce that she she's Dil's the favorite child. So <laughs> um no, I think that uh I think we're all mama's boys a little bit deep down, but I think um, you know, your middle child, my mom's the middle child and yeah. I think that uh you also like are pretty affectionate. I feel like I'm not really that affectionate at times with my parents so just, <laughs> you, you kind of have that like i even when they were visiting me in california like two weeks ago like you were texting them before the game and like the way you text them is so much nicer than the way i text them i just give them like emojis and stuff and uh, you're like you know saying love you and stuff like that which is nice i mean nothing nothing crazy but i think that you're um yeah i'm definitely mama's boy yeah i'm definitely
2: definitely mama's boy for sure i feel like we have a we have a good connection and you know we talk a lot and um you know someone that you know you always want to have your mom to be able to turn to, and you know I, maybe I'm a bit more comfortable with <laughs> turning her turning to her with with some things, but um no, I think you know th- I think everyone talks to their parents in in a different way and um you know whatever whatever keeps them happy i, I, I like when they're happy and you know they're yeah. they are living their life in Florida and having a good time and going back and forth and still working and still grinding away so they had obviously.
1: a three and three last weekend
2: that's crazy yeah
1: so i don't think people know that. dill played an outdoor game in sat, uh saturday i don't know when this is going to come out but it was against uh carolina and then sunday they drove to charlotte to see my youngest brother play then uh monday they came to fort lauderdale to see us play uh the panthers so they had a three and three and they drove the whole thing so they uh they like to see the games when they can and Um, it's tough for them. I mean, growing up, they watched like thousands of hockey games and now it's like mostly on TV. So it's actually pretty funny when they have a game on TV, they'll have like a game going, they'll have the iPad going, sometimes like the phone going at the same time, (laughs) trying to follow all three games. So I think we only got one of possible six points on the weekend. So it it
2: was a tough weekend for the family, but uh, my dad was the only our dad was the only person, I think, in Raleigh, North Carolina, especially at that stadium, for sure, in shorts. <laughs> and I see him, and it's like, it's cold out. Like it, yeah, I didn't think it was going to be that cold, but it, it was chilly at night. And our family skate was at like 6.30. And he probably got there, I don't know, around 4.30. He definitely had time to change, but he didn't change. He went right to the rink, and then he, I, I go up to him, and I'm like, Why, what are you wearing shorts for? He's in a, 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 a toque. And a jacket and shorts. <laughs> and I'm like, why didn't you change your shorts? And he's like, well, I just came from Florida. Like, it's warm. It's 85 degrees there. And I'm like, well, you've been here for three hours already. Yeah, so. he's
1: pretty stubborn. <laughs> when he hears this, he's going to be mad. He's stubborn. Um, the next one we have here is, what's the best prank you've ever pulled on each other?
2: We're not really like that much of a prankster's fan. I anymore. feel
1: like I don't have a prank, but... Um, when I was – one year we uh, – I was like seven. You were probably like three or four and we drove to Florida with our family and I knocked that's your front tooth out. That's the one I was I don't know if that's then. really a prank but um, we were fighting in the backseat of the car and just like just like, like boys would like after a 24-hour drive or whatever it was and we were like two hours from home and I
2: elbowed you in the face and knocked your front tooth out. Both teeth I think it was yeah. with the front too. I was leaning down in the middle of the backseat. That's not really the best prank but – I'm trying to think of it like a prank. We don't really – yeah, you know, maybe the the old uh, maybe on the golf course. unstrap the go- yeah. unstrap the golf cart, the golf bag from the thing. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but we always don't want to step on each other's toes in golf. So the golf
1: course always. is a very, uh, yeah. it's a very uh, sacred place. You don't want to ruin a guy's round. But
2: I don't know. There's been some arguments on the golf course for sure. I think we definitely need to lighten up on that a little bit more. We're we're too competitive for golf. Golf's a game where you can't be that competitive. I mean, obviously you want to be competitive and 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 try to do your best, but. You know, if you hit a bad shot, you know, I know guys that I've golfed with that like laugh and think it's hilarious when we hit a bad shot, when they hit a bad shot or like someone else doesn't, they're laughing. <laughs> and if you think about it now, it's actually really funny, but when you're in the moment and you're the one that hits the bad shot, <laughs> there's nothing that like smashing a club against the ground doesn't feel so good. Sometimes you just got to get the anger out a little bit. And you know, we, we joke around on the golf course a little bit, but you know, we definitely should probably joke around a little bit more. I don't think any of us are turning professional golfers anytime soon. I'm trying to go low. Yeah. I'm
1: trying to post a number when I'm out there.
2: Well, sometimes you stop after nine.
1: Yeah, I've stopped after nine
0: a few times. <laughs> it's a bad round. It happens. This is the Player's Lounge presented by Fresh and Lean. With Fresh and Lean, eating is easy. You get delicious meals made from certified organic ingredients cooked fresh by chefs and ready to eat in just three minutes. Use code FRESH20 at freshandlean.com to get $20 off your first delivery plus free shipping. Um, what's it like playing against each
1: other?
2: I, I think it's like cool. I think it's really cool. I think, um, it's, you know, it's something that, you know, not many players, not many families in, in, you know, the hockey world or, or any sports, uh, can say, and, you know, we've done it six times. Um, I have not won yet oh in six. So I, I know that's going to be a big story coming out to the next couple of days, but, um, no, I definitely think it's cool. I think, you know, you obviously want your brother to succeed and I want him to succeed, you know, eighty games of the year, just not the not the two that we're playing against each other. Um, no, I think it's something that, like I said before, not many people, not many families get to experience and we've got to do it six times. I don't think I would enjoy playing against my little brother. I, I find it really, really like weird, like to watch him when I when I watch him play. I feel like he's always gonna get hurt. I feel like that big brother instinct kicks over kicks in for me and something that I, I have never really never really felt and especially when I'm and then when I'm watching him play hockey I I notice it a lot and so I I was wondering your perspective because I feel like like I I don't really like it I don't like to watch Matt play hockey I don't mind when I watch you play hockey but when I watch Matt play I'm like always worried something's gonna happen and so I'm really thankful I don't I've never had to play against them I hopefully I do one day but thankful that I haven't yet
1: yeah I always say when the media has asked like I don't really like playing against you I feel like um I feel like I'm always like worried like about like your success more than like the game and I feel like it's kind of hard to like uh like put that away. I think um obviously being 6 and 0 is like a huge statement. <laughs> like I don't even know like potentially like I mean hopefully we play 6 more times but who knows. Like I could like literally lose the next few games and, like who knows with injuries and stuff that happens like yeah, it, I know. Like you know what I mean? You never know how many times you're gonna get to play against each other. But, no, I definitely agree with like the instincts, the big brother instincts. Like I feel like now, well, now that you signed your contract and stuff, I don't really care as much because like I feel like now you're like you're, you've got some stability in your life, and um, you know you've like been more established. But I feel like I've always been like, you know, playing the game, but kind of like always looking out on the other side for like you and like making sure everything's good. But. Um, I've definitely got the best
2: of you in the NHL. Do you know how many points you have against me? A lot, you know I have A lot. Do you know how many? No. I think you have seven and I have one. Yeah, it's been pretty good. What, what did you what did you have last year in in New York? I think one and one, one and one, yeah, and, and then, then one in Chicago, yeah, it's one been in Chicago. Pretty good. And you had the the goal that was my fault that I and I got scratched <laughs> for four games after that. <laughs>
1: yeah, so it's been it's been pretty one sided, but um, I'm sure. You, I mean, you get your looks on. I, I think ways. it's once I
2: turn 25, it's gonna it's mm-hmm. gonna switch over now. Now that I got to the age of 25, now it's gonna go. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> the big brother thing's a really good point though, because that's kind of how I felt. It's like, you know, you're always just looking out for whatever. So.
2: Well, I noticed that uh, because in in junior, we'd miss each other by a year, but with me and Matt, we're only two years apart. So in junior, uh, Erie and Hamilton, who are the two teams we were on, would play against each other two times a year, Um, one home, one away, same as NHL. And... All four times, so I was in the OHL the same year as Matt, uh, two years, and all four games I was at the World Juniors, so I never had to play against him, um, which I'm thankful for. And I know he scored the shootout winner against Erie the one time <laughs> when I was at World Juniors, and he he went by and celebrated in front of our whole bench. I'm like, what's this guy doing? And I I'm, I'm thankful I wasn't in the game, but um, you know, hopefully uh, hopefully he makes a jump soon and, and get to play against him one day. Yeah, let's see. This one is uh, favorite moment on the ice for each of you. Ooh.
1: Uh, that's a good question. I would say that uh favorite honest moment would be uh, um, last year when we beat Carolina in game 7 was probably my favorite moment. Um we won game 7 against Pittsburgh last year too, but which was at home, which is cool, but I think uh Carolina just like really we really had a big rivalry with them and there was a lot of hatred and I think to be in their building where the last like few years, they got the best of us. I feel like a lot in their rank. they're like they're a really, really good home team. Yeah, really good home team. Um, and I think to like we beat them like seven two or seven three or six three or something like that. And um, I think that was like just going through the handshake line, like being able to look at the other team uh, in the face, like after beating them, is like the best feeling in the world. And they beat us a few years ago in the bubble playoffs, three in a row, and they absolutely slapped us. So, um, to kind of get get them back felt really good. That was for me like a really really good moment.
2: Yeah, I feel like mine I feel like mine's probably probably winning the OHL championship. I think that's the one that sticks out for me. We beat Mississauga in overtime in the uh, game 5 and got an assist on the overtime winner and it's just one that sticks out, you know, you play on a team for for 4 years and get so close, you know, the first 3 years and then the 4th year to kind of finish it off is probably uh probably my favorite and I know if the guys on my team now heard this, they they'd be uh, they'd be cheering me pretty good because I always tell them, you know, May 12th, 2017 is a good day a great day
1: yeah, you're a loser for knowing the date, but it's still pretty cool i mean i wish i would have won uh, um who did each of you idolize growing up um that's a good question i feel like uh i feel like for me i idolize like
2: people ask me this and this is a tough question because it's like we were leaf fans growing up obviously but we didn't we weren't we weren't like too into each like player yeah i don't think we like loved the player that like you idolized
1: yeah, I feel, like I, um, I feel like I like Gary Roberts. That was like the guy I liked just because I think like his work ethic or, or – I can't really remember, but I feel like it was like just a guy that was like pretty tenacious and um, he always like seemed like he gave a really good effort out there. Um, I kind of like the heart and soul guys on the team. I feel like I always like had a soft spot for guys that like um, the fans loved and like played hard and stuff like that and um, that – Like, hockey-wise, I feel like I never had, like, a specific, specific person. But then I feel like Off the Ice was, like, kind of just like my parents. Like, I feel like um, just seeing, like, the commitment that they had to put and, like, the selflessness to get us to that level was, uh, you know, pretty crazy. Like, just having to sacrifice their whole social life and um, financially and all that stuff was kind of crazy. And also, like, our our grandparents and aunts and uncles, too. Like, I think – you yeah, a lot of people talk about like your parents and stuff when you make it to the NHL, which is obviously they're like the number one factor. But I feel like in our family, it was like truly, um, it went beyond that. It was like our grandma lived at my house and our, my grandma and grandpa lived down the street. My other parents and they like came to every single game of all of ours for like, like 10, 15 years straight. So now they're uh, doing it with our little
2: cousin too. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's just like even aunts and uncles, like, like just when you need an extra set of hands or just like, you know, yeah. having people there to support you and uh, driving to the OHL rinks like an hour to kind of get to watch you play. I think um, those are the people that you really play for. And, um, you know, sometimes when things are going bad, I think about all those people that, um, you know, you're always out there playing for a reason. And um, I remember um, listening to, remember like a couple weeks ago, I got into watching the Hall of Fame speeches on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, and I remember one of the guys said, I can't remember who it was, something about like thanking all the people in his family and just saying that, you know all the sacrifice they gave. That he always was playing for them. Part of him was playing for them, and I feel like that's how I feel now. I think, I think it was Oats, right? Maybe, yeah. Like just looking back on, on things, just you know, every game. I think you, you're playing for your family and all the people that helped you, and I think
2: that's something you can never forget. Yeah, I'd, sorry I'd, that was a bit long winded, but no, that's okay. That's okay. That's what podcasting's for. We we'll get the long episodes. Uh, no, I, I, think, I think we we watched the Leafs so much growing up. Like I remember I'd wake up in the morning and then. Ask my dad who they played. Like, I don't know, computers weren't such a huge yeah, thing. we had to right go to then. bed after like the first yeah. period or something. But know? in the morning, the next day, I'd be like, Did the Leafs play tonight? And like, it was a great day after the Leafs played and you got to watch the, their game. So I think in that era, it was like Sundin. I think the first line was like Sundin, McGilney, and Roberts. And so those guys, I think Sundin was just the captain. So I think everyone kind of looked up to him and, and thought, you know, he was he was really cool and obviously he was a great player for the Leafs. And then I think, you know, idolize is a, is a word that I would use like if I'm talking about like Ryan or, or my dad, I think, um, you know, me and Matt were four years younger than you. I'm four years younger, Matt's six years younger. So, you know, we had a lot of time, like a, a lot younger than you were. And, you know, we, we just wanted to follow in your footsteps of everything that you kind of did growing up. So like when you got drafted to the OHL, you know, there wasn't even really a question if we were going to go to college, it was like, no, we are we're, we're going to go to the OHL cause Ryan did. And same thing with the NHL draft. So I think, you know, I think, for, for hockey players wise it's you know Sundin I would say and then for you know outside of hockey or, or even like in life I think it's it's you and dad
1: well I'm a great role model so you
2: picked a good one No, uh, now his head's now his head won't <laughs> fit in this headset uh,
1: what annoys you about each other
2: I feel like like when you live with someone for so long it's like I, I don't really think like things like annoy you. I, you know it's just kind of like you know what I'm trying to say I don't think you I don't think things annoy you, me that you do I don't I don't know what <laughs> so day yeah. I do.
1: Um, that might be a few. I feel like you're on your phone a lot. That annoys me. Yeah. But that's like a pretty basic one. I feel like uh, on the golf course or the gym are the only places where I really care that pisses me
2: off. And uh, I, I, I remember at the beginning when we first started working on your basement, I would be on it too much. And then like Jason at our trainer said something you know, we want time and now I never want, I never touch it when we're working out now. Uh, you know? <laughs> yeah. We work out. So since the pandemic, uh, we work out in my basement now.
1: So it's just like us, me, Dale, Matt, and then our trainer. And, um, it's kind of nice that every day we could just be us three and be together. And, uh, yeah, but I feel like, yeah, sometimes we have to leave the phones upstairs because <laughs> you know, you just like check in some shit online and yeah. stuff and, uh, you get kind of caught in it, but. Um, and then on the golf course, I feel like, um, you know, when the other guy's playing good or something and you see the guy on his phone, you're like, w- give me credit for that shot or something yeah. like that. Just like when, when you're on your, uh, when you're a little annoyed, yeah. that's the only thing I could think of the other than that. You're not really that annoying. I feel like you're pretty genuine and caring. And
2: I think, and I got to give one back to you if it's on the phone thing. I, 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 am thinking of one. <laughs> I don't really know. See, I'm perfect. <laughs> Maybe you talk about politics too much. Yeah,
1: I do I do like to talk about politics, but <laughs> I like to be involved in my local communities from the state and uh from the top down. From provincial and state. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um Yeah, I, I feel like that's kinda is there anything else you can think of? Like how long have we been running for? Thirty minutes? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Um anything else you can think of? Hopefully people want to listen to this. <laughs> uh I can't I can't tell what I feel like that's probably it. I mean um i feel like we're excited to play each other uh what else do we do in the summer we play golf together we have you have a, you have a daughter now and i have two daughters so that's kind of cool for us that's something that
2: this will be the first people, summer that they're uh they're they're strapping on the cleats oh yeah and tell them
1: about that that's kind of new because yeah, people don't really know the family life maybe yeah uh
2: my daughter's just about to turn two in march and then ryan's uh one is almost three one and a half and three one yeah. and a half and three so you know the last summer they were kind of all at different stages where they were could kind of walk and kind of talk and uh, Ryan's oldest one, Harper, it was a little further along than the other two. Well, a lot further along at that, at that time. And now I think they're kind of catching up to each other a little yeah. bit where, where I think they're going to be great friends this summer. And it's tough because, you know, they, they FaceTime a lot and they see each other a lot and on, on videos and, now my daughter's favorite word is is, is more Harper, more Harper. So she always wants to see videos of Harper. So I'm really excited for this summer to for them to to see each other and hang out with each other, and they're they're playing uh, soccer together <laughs> for the for the first time. So it's on Thursday nights at five o'clock. So it's gonna be I, a frigging show. <laughs> there. We yeah. have to rotate of who's on beer duty, but <laughs> we're going to have to bring coolers.
1: No, the, uh, like it will be, it will be fun. Like even for like our parents to be there and like yeah. watch them play soccer. Like, I mean, they don't really play soccer. They more just run around the field, but well, get I'm them expecting in, big things to get them in like a little uniform and like we can bring like, like my wife's like, Oh, we can bring like apple slices or like, or like uh, orange slices. I'm like orange slices. Like, what do we like the healthy family? Like let's bring ice cream or something. <laughs> so
2: no, that'll be pretty fun. That's something we're looking forward to this summer and um we got to be careful though because now my daughter goes to wesley goes to to dance class here or yeah dance class here and and now she associates dance class every time with getting a donut after so she doesn't want to do dance class she only wants donuts yeah so we have if we do soccer and if she knows we're going to get ice cream after she's going to be saying ice cream the whole time during soccer (laughs) i know
1: it's tough but i mean those are like that's something like really exciting like i feel like like you you blink and all of a sudden you have kids and like you're like your parents are grandparents and you know you're just like it's you're in such a different stage of your life and it happens so fast that I feel like um this summer will be really great just like going to the pool and like we're really really lucky that we have all our grandparents are still alive so like all our like our kids have great grandparents for them and um that's pretty amazing that they're still young and they're still like um you know with it physically and mentally that they kind of kind of like experience them growing up too so we're really privileged that we have a nice healthy big family and um those are like the things i i love being home the most in the summer just like the simple things and um we have a big sunday dinner at my mom's house every uh every sunday which is a total gong show as well with especially with the little ones and um
2: used to be like we would go at like you know four and like hang out till like eight or nine and like you know, get a good meal. And now we're at, now we're at the stage where we're like, we got to get there like right after, whenever time they wake up from their nap. Yeah. And then we all got to be out of there by like 6.30 or 7. For bedtime. To, for bedtime, so. Yeah. yeah, things
1: change pretty quickly. But <laughs> no, it'll be good. And we also, oh yeah, we have a big golf trip planned this summer too. Oh yeah. We actually, um, me, well, both my brothers and my dad for Christmas, all our significant others pitched in and got us a, um a big trip to Cabot, Cabot Links um, in uh, Nova Scotia. Nova right? Scotia. Yeah, it's like, uh out east in Canada it's like ranked like one of the top courses in the world and like I think it's the number one course in Canada so we're going out there for a few days which would be an amazing golf trip and um that we've never really had like a trip just us for. so that'll be really special and um nice to get away for a few days in the middle of the summer a little break from the training and the hockey and um you know that's you know a place I've always kind of wanted to go myself so it's gonna be gonna be freaking awesome be out there and golfing and um Yeah, hopefully there's no arguments on the golf course, and I can guarantee there'll be at least one argument. Yeah, there'll be a few arguments. We've already had a few arguments with who's going to be rooming with who on the on the golf trip. So I haven't heard about this.
2: Yeah, we only got two rooms. Two rooms, four beds though. So we've already me and me and Dad already talked about it. We're going to stick Matt with Dad or what? (laughs) I think Dad wants to go with me. Oh really? Okay, okay. I don't know though. Yeah, that actually might be best. Actually, I don't know because if you guys get into it on the course, then we might need to separate you and get back (laughs) to your rooms. We'll talk. If anyone's
1: gonna get it on the course, it's probably me. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, that's basically it. So, yeah. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hopefully, the duck stream works out good, and we can get uh, Maddie on the
2: next episode. Yeah, we will. Maddie's coming down for dinner tonight from Hershey. So yeah,
1: we're
0: going to meet up with him now and hang out for the day. Sounds good. This is the Players' Lounge presented by Fresh and Lean. With Fresh and Lean, eating is easy. You get delicious meals made from certified organic ingredients cooked fresh by chefs and ready to eat in just three minutes. Use code FRESH20 at freshandlean.com to get $20 off your first delivery plus free shipping. This is an Anaheim Ducks original production on Duck Street.